Hello, and welcome back to our goblin channel. To our goblin channel, <laughs> yes. <laughs> welcome back. Oh, I look, think. it's that New Year's recording we were supposed to drop. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, next week, uh, it'll come out on New Year's. Yeah, oh, no New problem. Year's. LOL, two months later. What's up, guys? We're so not dead. Happened. We're not dead. We're not dead. I'm eating sushi. Sorry if you can hear me, like, snapping containers back together. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, we figured we'd do another chill cast episode. Just kind of update you all. Life has been a little hectic, um, so sorry we haven't been giving you guys some good stuff, but we will get back to what we promise. Um, we're going to do that. We're going to have more game nights. For Diddy's busy with school. I started school again. Um, things have been hectic uh, health-wise for both of us, and also I'm still dealing with my old school, and finally I'm able to start the process of suing them. I'm so, so excited. I can't wait till you can finally talk about it. It has been a full-on roller coaster. And I actually would have lost my mind by now, and I would probably be just, like, sobbing regularly. Like, I don't know how you have it together like you do. It's been a long three years, let me tell you. It's been <laughs> a, long a long three years. Three, three years. years. I might be able to Ugh. talk about it, but I'm not positive, so I feel No, don't risk my... it. It's not worth risking it. Oh, yeah, no. I'll ask my advocate and see what she says. Um, yeah. But... And even then, I would keep it very vague until until you're, like, yes. you're, it's, it's all done. Exactly. So we're doing that in the process of filling out the for necessary forms for that and stuff. We're doing it at the state level first because that has the best chance of getting the most money. And then we're doing uh, small claims if we want to also sue individuals involved. I would. That one bitch. We, you know, no. you know that one bitch. That one bitch, I, fuck her. I want someone to record her getting served. <laughs> you know, ideal. you should have recorded her in her office every time she was an absolute raging cunt. Like, oh, I did. Oh, good, I, good. Yeah. Keep those audio files. Keep them. It's very oh, I important. Do. <laughs> but yeah, I sent in the stuff because I appealed the decision because it was all messed up and then the answer as we could expect was we didn't do anything wrong and uh you can't appeal the decision just because you don't like the decision i'm like that's literally the reason for an appeal and yeah. also, i appealed it because there were defects in the process and they were literally like because there was someone that the lawyer interviewed for the investigation i was like this person was not associated i was like one i did not name them two i didn't have any interactions with uh, like dining services and when I mentioned that they were like oh the lawyer decided to interview them and they weren't able to give us any substantial information regarding your case so we thought it was a good one I was like what I was like how does that make sense that you thought that was a good person to interview yet they weren't related and they're like I don't know it was really messed up um so it pissed me off I but. I hate that shit I hate that I hate that so much <laughs> I, oh, I can't. My blood boils every time I think about it. Yeah, I it get really frustrated, and I try and just take a breath and move along. I am very um, 
thankful that I have my friend slash advocate to help me because she understands the proceedings a lot better than I do. And oh yeah, I would be so lost. I would be. And, I'd be very yeah. worried because I'd be like, I don't know what's happening. Right, exactly. And she called them the other day and was like, your website says it should take 15 days to get a response. Why is it taking two months? And the guy was like, I didn't know that. She's like, you don't even know your own policy? Like. <laughs> Kill him. I, I mean, know, yeah, right? no, he should know his own policy. That should have been part of his training. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. That's I on him. I apologize for any background noise. I forgot my heater was on. Oh, shit, yeah. I was like, yeah, she can turn her, you can turn her heater back on because uh, I'm not passing my health checks for some reason. Yeah, we were try. We were having a long struggle. <laughs> we are recording on Audacity today, and normally we record on Zencaster. And um, Zencaster like revamped their site since we last used them, and I got confused um, and stopped recording after I had passed my health checks to make sure that it was actually recording, because it said it wasn't picking up my mic, and it was. Um, so I restarted my recording, and then I didn't pass my health checks for a straight fifteen minutes. Yeah, we were just sitting here struggling. <laughs> I was very upset. I was like, what is going on? Oh, Ugh. my gosh. It was it was a process. But we think we have it all Gucci now. Um, Hopefully but, okay. this is not going to be bad audio because I can see that when I talk a little bit louder than typical, it kind of like the, the sound bar, you know what I'm talking about, goes mm-hmm. like completely out, like it's blowing out my sound. Oh, I got you. So I hope that's not the case, but um, it might be. So sorry, guys. <laughs> this is trial and error, for sure. This is trial and error, and this is... Dan finally got a new laptop, so her, her oh, laptop's yeah. not not a piece of shit anymore. I'm trying to... So much has happened. Oh, I had two essays I had to write. But I got... So in the UK, like a 50 is a good score. Girl, yeah. I would have cried. If I got a 50 and that was a good score, I would have cried. That's literally how they put it, though, is that on, um, like, they give you a chart, and it's, like, 50 is good. Like, that's what you want. Um, And then anything above is, like, very good, excellent, outstanding. And it's very unusual to get above, I think it was, like, an 80 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. so it's that's not they gauge it in a very different way it's just on that thing so i got a very good score i almost got an excellent one i got higher than a lot of people in the chat were saying they got so i was very i'm very proud of you honestly in in reality the american school system should be doing it that way because 50 should be average right (laughs) you know 50 should be like if you're in the 50th percentile you were like dead on average so True. why is it that when kids get 50s on homework assignments, they have failed them? Like, right? if you got half of it right, and that's average, like, shit. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so I had that, and then I had my research proposal. I'm waiting to get a grade back on that, but I think that went well. My professor said it looked good. Um, now I'm planning for my dissertation, and I have two more classes I started. Um but yeah, so that's that's that. Oh, had a fun ER visit a couple weeks ago. Oh, I totally um, forgot about that in the whole <laughs> grand scheme. Like, cause she went to she went to the ER and she went to Disney World, right? and like I'm like, oh yeah, that only happened like three weeks ago, right? Um, so I went to the ER because I mean I wouldn't have I would have just not gone if I wasn't gonna be traveling like two days later. 
Um, but I went because I had so much pain. Oh, excuse me. I'm tired, I guess. Ugh, I had a lot of pain in my lower right abdomen. And I was like, oh, snap. And so then I went to urgent care, and they were like, we think it's your appendix. You need to go to the ER. So then I went to the ER, and that was a process. And it turns out it was an ovarian cyst, and I haven't had one of those for six years, which is why I was more concerned. Um, but we Gucci. We Gucci. It was just a waste of my time. <laughs> it was just a waste of my time and money. It's fine. <laughs> but otherwise, you know. But, you know, if you lived in the UK, that would have been like, you know, Maybe a waste of time, but not a waste of money. But here it's like, oh, you now owe us $3,000. Right? Because you were worried about your well-being. Which is yeah, why so now... when I was, like, vomiting blood, I was like, oh, it's fine. You'll need to go to the ER. Right. Danny's like, I think I'm dying, but it's fine. It's <laughs> I'm fine. Like, uh... And I'm like, I think I have internal bleeding, but it's fine. And everyone's like, go to the fucking ER. And I'm like, no, they're going to send me home. And I'm going to spend nine hours and thousands of dollars there. I'm And I could get COVID. I'm, I'm not going. I just like how your mom's like, they might need to do a colonoscopy, and you're like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. That'll never happen. I'm sorry. If I have cancer, then I have cancer. Boo-hoo. That's not <laughs> happening. It's like, oh my gosh. That's like when they were doing the, um, they were doing an ultrasound to look at my ovary, and you have to have a full bladder so they can see it if they do, like, the external ultrasound. And they're like, your bladder's not too full. We can either fill it, or we can do, like, the internal one where they go up your... Vagine, and I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, that's not happening. I'm like, give me an IV bag. I was like, we are <laughs> we not are doing not internal. Doing that. <laughs> I will be I incredibly like, hydrated because we are not doing that. Exactly. So they yeeted an IV into me and filled my bladder, and finally we were able to. See Wait, did it. they stick so, it in your bladder? They no, 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 no. They gave me an IV, and then okay, okay. I don't know why it. my brain was like, they put an IV like directly into her bladder, and I was like, Can oh you? my god. <laughs> I think I would just take the internal ultrasound at that point. Same. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so that was a process. Rudy was good. It was his first time ever at the hospital. Um, he was a good boy. He was laying on me. Um, got some Taco Bell afterwards, which was glorious. Because I, I kept seeing the same freaking commercial um, <laughs> on the TV in, the, in my room. And so and it's like, well. Subliminal messaging, time to get some Taco Bell. Right, I was so hungry because I had only had a yogurt that morning, and then they were like, you can't eat anything in case I needed surgery. And so I was just sitting there not eating or drinking anything at all that day. And I had to give urine, I had to give a freaking urine sample, and at the uh, quick care, I was like, it's not happening. And they're like, it's okay. And then um, I tried to do another, and they literally, both times, they knocked on the door because they thought I had, like, fucking died or something. Because I'm like, no, I'm just a shy peer. <laughs> like, was... just walk away from the door, please. Right. And I'll be out soon. <laughs> and Bree was just sitting there staring at me the whole time, like, why are we in here for a million years? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The I'm one trying. time I took Ivar to the ER, I don't even remember why I was there. And they had to take blood, and my sister was just sitting with him underneath the chair, and he was just, like, he was, like, staring at her, and he's like, can you get me out of here? And she's like, no. <laughs> Sorry, bud. He was oh, good, like, though. He went to sleep, and he eventually was just like, okay, whatever. But for the longest time, he was just, like, staring at her, like, like adamantly. He's like, I don't know why we're here. I'm going to stare at you until you tell me to do something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Rudy kept sneezing right before I was getting the IV in. Like, excessively <laughs> sneezing. It's probably like, because of the alcohol wipes. Like, every time I use, like, an alcohol-based hand sanitizer, Ivar sneezes like crazy. That would make sense. He just kept going, and then he stopped, and so they put the IV in, and then he sneezed right after, and I was like, oh, Lord, that could have been bad. <laughs> oh, because he was sitting on top of you. Yeah, he was on top of me. Right. Yeah, I don't ever have my dog on top of me when they're going to, like, take blood or do an IV because I'm like, it just, there's too much going on. Too many needles close to my arm. If he moves and they stick me in the wrong place, it's going to hurt like a bitch. That's fair. That's it's fair. Just, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm too afraid that he's going to, like, you know, shift his whole body weight into the nurse or, like, shift my <laughs> arm or something. I'm like, you know what? It's True. not worth the risk. It's like, we're, we're good here. We're good. Um, but yeah, and then I went to Disney. A couple days after. Grand old time. Happiest place on earth. Yeehaw. place on earth. Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, They handle COVID Gucci, which is nice. Um, I've heard they've been very good about um, COVID procedures. Yeah, definitely. They do a lot of clean. They have hand sanitizer everywhere. Literally everywhere. Yeah, which is nice. So every time I saw a thing, I would just be like, hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. My hands are going to dry out. I'm going to die. I'm going to, like, lose all (laughs) moisture in my body. No, but it was moisturizing hand sanitizer. Oh, okay. It was nice. Like, I used so much, and my hands were softer than when I wasn't using them. Nice. It's like lotion. It was, like, high-quality stuff. I mean, hey, like, literally the richest people in America, with the exception of, like, Jeff Bezos, they can afford it. (laughs) True. But yeah, so like I'd get hand sanitizer before I go on a ride, after I go on a ride. Um, but I went on Toy Story Mania, which I think is one of my favorites. My all-time favorite, though, is Flight of Passage in Pandora in Animal Kingdom. I know. She sent me videos time. of it, and it's so beautiful. It's so It's so pretty. Um, but yeah, we went on Toy Story Mania, and they have a special... Um, so that's basically like... it's You wear 3D glasses, but you also like shoot stuff, like use the little gone and you like click a button or you pull the thing and it will uh shoot things so sometimes you'll be shooting darts and you'll shoot at targets and different stuff and it's a lot of fun um and all the toy story characters are like tell like in it and stuff like that um but they have a special cart for like it's an accessible cart so they have like a closed captions button on it and they also have a button on top and then it just has more space as well um and so we got in that one because we had rudy because rudy could go on that ride and so it was so fun and because they didn't have anyone else who needed the accessible cart they're like do you want to go again and we're like oh uh, yeah. yeah so we got to go two times in a row which was nifty ass. oh god Hail. that's so nice because like okay so i went to riverbank zoo and gardens which is in columbia south carolina and it's a really yeah. really nice zoo and they have some really beautiful gardens but uh there's like a big hill like um you go up like a small mountain hill yeah. i don't know between the zoo and the gardens, and there's a little trolley train that takes you. And I was there with a, another handler doing a meetup, and they had an accessible cart, and we got in there, and we put the dogs underneath us, and we had, like, a good distance in between us, because, like, our dogs, first time they ever met, so we didn't want them to, like, sit on top of each other, because they didn't right. know each other. And they just kept putting strollers in it on on top of us, and, like, put using it as a stroller rack, and, like, like, what the hell? Putting them down where the wheelchairs would have been strapped in. And they're like, oh, could you move your dogs closer together? And, like, my friend's dog had just, like, been given to her from the program, like, recently. Like, it hadn't even right. been six months. And she's like, I don't know if he's going to freak out and want to jump off um, with all of these, like, wheelchairs in his face. Or not wheelchairs. Uh, uh, strollers, strollers yeah. in his face. 
and being so close to your dog and being on a trolley, which I don't know if he's ever been on before. And I'm like, that is totally understandable. And we kept telling him, like, can you stop doing this? And he was, like, upset at us. And I'm like, you, there are literally carts in the back for, stro- for storing the strollers. You're just too lazy right. to collapse them. Oh, my God. That's so rude and ableist. Also. I know. And he's like, well, why can't they just sit closer to each other? And I'm like, would you want to sit on top of another dude you don't know? Like, Right? Like, <laughs> what the hell? And, and we ended up walking. We both had bad hips, and it was just, like, a fucking nightmare. I was so mad. Love that. Love that. That's so... Ugh. And you know you wouldn't do that to, like... Or at least I hope wouldn't do that to someone who is in a wheelchair. Honestly, or... with the way that they were using, like, the strollers in the wheelchair spaces, because, like, there's dedicated spaces, like, on buses where you keep a wheelchair, and they have, like, special yeah. straps so that you don't go flying around the fucking bus or trolley right. or whatever. I'm kind of worried that they might have done that to people in wheelchairs. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, yeah. if you had a manual wheelchair, there's no fucking way you're getting to the top of that hill, like, unless you yeah, had somebody no. to push you. Yeah, it, you, you. I remember there was a hill at uh, the zoo in... At, you have a zoo, right? Uh, there's a really tiny, small zoo in... Then, yeah, I think it's that one. But yeah. there was a hill, and I remember I, <laughs> Riley and I went when I visited, and... I had Riley take Rudy, and so she was holding the dogs, and I grabbed onto the back, and I was like, here we go, because it was too steep for her to, like, push herself up, and so I was, like, yeeting her up, and then the dogs were like, yeah! <laughs> like, let's go! <laughs> uh, it was quite entertaining. Does Rudy know how to do a wheelchair pull, or forward pull momentum? Um, he didn't at the time, but he did it, <laughs> I mean, some dogs, if you start holding onto the harness, they want to take off. Like, it's it's that, like, opposition reflex. He, yeah, and he saw, like, he was like, oh, Gatsby's doing it, so this must be okay for me to do. Like, yeah, this must be a fun time. Right, so. I know, like, I, okay. I'm, I I'm, 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 t- I'm still scared, too, and I haven't done it yet. I know I keep saying I'm going to do it, but I keep wanting to, like, reach out to my occupational therapist and talk about, um, like, mobility assistance devices like a wheelchair and I'm just right. a pussy, and I'm scared she's going to tell me that I'm, like, being dramatic or something, or that, like, I don't deserve one. Um, I'm just, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of doctors being mean to me. No, um, I feel that. I feel but, that. My least favorite thing is when the doctor's like, it's your anxiety. It's like, no! That's oh, not I haven't updated you guys works. on the Mayo Clinic. Oh, God. Okay. This angers it, me. This, apparently, I talked to Ever's family. This happened to her mm-hmm. sister. I talked to um, the lady that runs the disability committee at my school, or not, uh, the disability services at my school. Yeah. Um, And both she, her brother, and her mother have EDS, and this happened to her brother, and this happened to me, and this happened to a few people I've talked to online that I don't know super well. Yeah. But, so I went to the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville to get evaluated for EDS, which we're pretty sure that that I have, um, because the only two criteria I didn't meet were... um, the one where you have, like, polyps on your heels, like, the little bumps on your heels, which yeah. it doesn't actually have any link to EDS that we're aware of. Yeah, that's interesting. And then I didn't have a marital va- I didn't have a marital valve prolapse in your heart, which is more associated with vascular EDS. Gotcha. Um, rather than hypermobile, which is what I was being evaluated for. Um, and then the third criteria that was new that I met was, like, the stretchy skin, but still that's more associated with classical than hypermobile. Yeah. And I basically got there, and he listened to my, like, concerns really well the first appointment. He was really great about it, the doctor. And um, 
he actually like took me pretty seriously. And then the second appointment I went to um, see a pain management therapist, um, an occupational therapist and a physical therapist. PT and OT were great. Um, I got to the pain management thing and um, I'm there with my service dog and I'm there with my dad. And she calls my name and I walk up to her and she's like, oh, is he coming? And I thought she was referring to my service dog. So I'm like, yes, he's a service dog. And she's like, no, I mean your dad. And I'm like, oh no, he's not coming. And she's like, well, I like family, so he's coming. So disregarded my desire to not have family members present for an appointment. Right, like and a very personal appointment very, as well. Right, I'm like, this is a mental health appointment. Like, no, I don't right? want to um, And then she asked me what Ivar was for, and I was like, oh, okay, um, multipurpose, so he has mobility, allergen detection, and psychiatric. Um, and so she started questioning me about that, and then, like, I finally just told her I had PTSD, and she goes, oh, what is that from, an assault? And oh, I'm like... God. First of all, Christ almighty, we never guess. You never guess. You never ask. Okay. Yeah. As a mental health professional, you only ask if you have to, because you're evaluating them. Right. Even then you don't guess. And if you want to talk about it, everybody else has to leave the room. Right. Basic ethics. And like my PTSD is from like a lot of different stuff. So I just told her it was from the riots, um, that I experienced at my school. Cause I'm like, my dad knows about that one. The news knows about that one. Everybody knows about that one. So that's the least detrimental one for me to talk about. Yeah. Um, Also, it's not an assault. Um, Like, imagine how fucking triggering that would be if that was, like, the sole purpose of having PTSD for somebody. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, Anyway, I had to relive that, so that was fucking great. Um, And uh, she basically strong-armed us. She strong-armed us into doing a two-day, eight-hour-long pain management class directed at people with fibro, which I don't have. And first of all, don't know why it's eight hours for people with fibro. Yeah, what? Way too fucking long. Like, I could tell people were in severe pain and, like, needed to leave, like, two hours in. And she also, like, she she strong-armed us into it so hard that um, she didn't even check to see if our insurance would cover it, and it didn't. Oh! And they covered the balance for that, thank God. They, they like, waived the balance. Um, and they keep pushing a three-week thing on me for pain management. And I'm like, no, your two-day your two day one sucked. And it wasn't covered right. by my insurance. Fuck you. God. Um, and uh, basically, they just kept trying to, like, bait my dad into saying that he did everything for me. And that's why I was in so much pain was because I was never having to do anything for myself. And they're like, oh, yeah, I bet you know when she's in pain. I bet she tells you all the time. And he's like, no. She doesn't. Like, sometimes she'll hunch over, but, like, she literally never says anything. And I, like, looked at her, like, we were in the office, and I was like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, um, <laughs> right? Because, <laughs> like, my parents, like, they don't do anything for me. They're very much the, like, 1970s kind of parents. Suck it up. Deal with it. It's not my fucking problem. Mm, like. Gotcha. So it just made me so mad. Um, and then I got. Understandable. I got to the last appointment with my main doctor, mm-hmm. and he basically, like, I think he had had an appointment with the CBT pain management lady because he basically just word for word said what she said to me, um, which was that I had central sensitization, which is basically a nice word for having fibro. And they're like, oh, it's just your central nervous system sending like um, the incorrect signals to your brain that you're in pain when you're not in pain. And I'm like, what? (laughs) My pain areas are like places that I've dislocated frequently and, like, right. it's very clearly muscle pain for my muscles being strained. Um, 
and it's not like like I believe fiber is real. I'm not discounting oh, that, yeah. but like it's definitely not like you know random pain that's not caused by anything. Yeah, and it just right. made me super mad because he's like, "Oh, it's all in your head." Like word for word, he was like, "Oh, it's all in your head," and I'm like, "That really <sighs> pissed me off when you told me that." I'm like, "All in your head, but also all in your nervous system." Like, which one is it? Which one is right? it? <laughs> like, f- first of all, if you have terrible bedside manner, fuck you. I was just so mad. I was like, and it was like a complete 180 from how he treated me before. So I'm like, I know this woman got to him and I know she's like very jaded and is like, she has all these patients as one type in her mind. They're either like being taken care of by everybody else and don't have to do anything for themselves or they're pushing themselves too hard. Yeah. And he was basically like, oh, you can get better within like a day. You might get better tomorrow. And I'm like, fake news. I've been dealing with this for 20 years. I've done PT for a year. I've done therapy for, I don't know, eight? Like, <laughs> forever? Forever. Because <laughs> um, I believe that I believe that CBT works. I believe that psychology works. If I didn't believe in it, I wouldn't be becoming a therapist. And right. I think everybody <laughs> should go to therapy. I think it's a great thing. Exactly. Um, so it's not like a lack of like believing that it works. It, it works. It's just like this... There, you, it doesn't work when on a dislocated joint. Like, I'm sorry. You like, can't think your way out of that. Not is psychological. Yeah, and I'm like, I bet you it's because I'm young, and I bet you it's because I'm female. Yeah. And, like, a lot and of people... And then he was like, oh, I have something I want you to read. It's, like, from a previous patient who, like, it was all in their head, and now they're doing great. And I was like, they pro- he probably just gaslighted the person into thinking that. I know, and I never read it, because I actually can't find it. Like, I don't know where it is. I don't know how to use the fucking portal. It would probably upset you anyways. So. I, yeah. And my my GP, I had an appointment with her because my cat ripped my nipple off. And <laughs> yeah, I forgot! <laughs> I forgot. And she's like, I read that. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, okay, cool. So I won't read it then. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love my GP. She's fucking great. Um, oh, my God. But, yes, my cat also ripped my nipple in half. Um, I was taking – my dog was having, like, some IBS thing going on. Um, he has a chicken allergy, and it was – or an intolerance, and it was, like, making him really sick for a while. And I had to, like, get him off a of chicken, and it took a minute to get the symptoms to stop. But it took a hot sec. <laughs> it, took, it took a long time, and it was really, really stressing me out. Um, but I was out there taking him out at, like, midnight – and the cat, oh, somebody stole our cat. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I'll go back. I'll circle back. Um, it's been a long two months. It really um, has. Our, our newly reunited with us cat, um, her name's Dakota, she came to say hello to me. And so I was petting her and I picked her up. I let her sit on my shoulders. We were hanging out. And I put her back down because the dog was looking like he was done. And um, he was still sniffing around a bit. But she started meowing. Like, she wanted back up, and I just wasn't going to pick her back up again. And so she jumped from the ground straight on top of me, and I felt her claw go into my titty, like, hard, like <laughs> deep. And I was like, ah, shit. And I, and I, like, grabbed her, and I, like, threw her up. And she, like, ripped down my whole boob. And she ripped my nipple in half. And it hurt <laughs> so bad. It didn't actually hurt that bad. But when I looked at it, I passed out. And so... <laughs> It's like midnight, maybe 1 a.m. now, and I'm on my kitchen floor, like, trying not to pass out. I got paper towels on my boob. It's bleeding profusely. The other part, the other... Oh, I'll get there. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. Danny called me, and I was like, oh, I'm in bed, like, because Steven was asleep. I was like, oh, I'm in bed, everything okay? And she's like, I... <laughs> they can't read my nipple off, and I was like, excuse me, what? I was like, did I read? And at first, I read it as, 
the cat ripped her nipple off, like, the cat ripped her own nipple off, and I was like, oh, that sucks, like, ah, poor cat, and then Danny elaborated, and I was like, holy shit, what? <laughs> and I kept asking questions, she's like, I'm gonna pass out if we keep talking about this. <laughs> I know for like the whole like next week I'm like I can't talk about this I'm gonna faint I can't think about it I can't look at it and um it didn't need stitches um it actually probably did but I didn't go to the hospital so um (laughs) not soon enough for them not soon enough um and so I had like a bunch of rubbing alcohol on a paper towel I was holding it on my boob and I'm like laying down I called my sister I'm like hey I'm fainting in the kitchen can you help me (laughs) she's like um okay thank goodness she was home Yeah, so she's got my legs, and she's holding them, like, up so I don't pass out. And I'm like, it's good, it's good, it's good. And finally, like, once I, like, you know, get a little more stable, I I notice that there's, like, a wire-looking thing hanging out of my boob. And I was like, oh, I bet this was something that the cat had on her paws or something that just got stuck in it. I'm going to pull it out so it doesn't get infected. And I pulled on it, and it was very much attached to me, and I passed out. (laughs) I still think it was probably, like, a nerve or something. I think it might have. It was either a nerve or it was, like, a duct or something, like a lymph node. Or, like, I don't know how deep the lactation ducts in a Ugh. breast are, but... I still get nauseous hearing the story. <laughs> oh, my God. so bad. And, and then so- a couple days later, Danny's like, I think I'm just gonna, gonna cut it. <laughs> I was like, you barely pulled it and you passed out. What makes you think cutting it is the solution? Okay, okay. So it had been a few days. It was healing okay. Like it had the blood had clotted and it was like holding the breast together. Um, and I had some like little butterfly bandages on it. So it was good. And I noticed that that wire that was sticking out had turned kind of black and was starting to shrivel up and I'm like okay dope I bet whatever it is it's dead tissue now so I just cut it off and it didn't hurt and it was good oh you did so you did end up I did cutting it I off. did cut it off I just cut oh, the top okay. half off I didn't cut like the 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 bottom half which wasn't as like dead looking that's um, legit. eventually it fell off when it started to heal better um I only went to the hospital after it had been like a week maybe two and I went to my GP, and I noticed that there was, like, a cartilage-like substance coming out of it. And I was like, ooh, that's not pus. And I tried to pull it off with tweezers, and that didn't work either. So I'm like, I, I bet that's, like, cartilage or something. I better – it's probably time to go to the hospital now. <laughs> and um, so I called her on Friday, and by Monday morning it had healed almost completely. Oh, wow. So I'm like, I feel stupid for even going in now. Can you imagine if you just, like, she's like, show me a pic, and then you just email her a pic of your nip. I never took a picture of it when it was, like, really bad. I should have, like, after it happened. I want to see. Because I took a picture of, like, the white thing that was coming out of my boob that was, like, cartilage, maybe? Question mark. (laughs) If anybody understands anatomy way better than me, tell me what the fuck that was. I remember, I told, literally, I told Steven, and he literally started screaming. And (laughs) I told my therapist... (laughs) <laughs> I started to talk to her. I was like, I was like, oh my god, it's hilarious. I'm like, it's really not, but it's so funny. It's funny and now. Just, and she was like, what is this story gonna be? And then I also told, um, my what was it? I think I told I told Victoria and my friend Josh on Facetime, and Victoria's face it was so much. She's like, ah, <laughs> she's like, wait, her nipple or the cat's nipple? I'm like, hers. hers. <laughs> it it healed really nicely. There's barely any scar. I mean. I already had a scar on my boob from, like, another thing that happened several years ago. Yeah. So now it just looks like a T. Ooh, saucy. Because I had one that was, like, horizontal, and now I have one that's vertical. 
Crafty. Crafty. Yeah, I apparently like my that. boobs are the first thing to go in a fight. Apparently <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's a specific <sighs> boob with the multiple scars on it. It is. It's that one boob. And, like, honestly, the first scar from, like, that's older, it looks like a stretch mark. And I'm like, you know, it's not really that bad looking now. Um, it was bad before, but I, like, I, I took very good care of it so that it wouldn't scar really bad because I don't really want to get, like, a keloid scar on my boob. Yeah. Um, I did the same thing to this one. It looks really good. So I have a scar in between my boobs. It's nice. the first scar I ever got when I was little, and I had a rock in my hand, and then we were at the beach, and my, or not the beach, but we were at, like, the forts, the, which was on the shore, um, near beach, and my aunt's like, oh, your shirt's on backwards, so she helped me spin it around, and I held the sharp rock inside my shirt while she spun it, and it went slice. Ow. And so, it's not a keloid, but it's quite raised. <laughs> yeah, the one from when they took my gallbladder out is very raised, and they were like, I remember before I went to surgery, they are like, it's not going to scar at all, it's going to be great. And then I, like, it's, like, like, purple. Like, it is, like, a big purple raised scar. It is very pronounced. Oh, and right. they're, like, oh, it's not going to scar at all. I'm like, you assholes. <laughs> like, and then the other oh, scar is, like, because they did it liposcopically. And yeah. so they have, like, a hole on my, like, side and another one on my hip. And the one on my hip bruised so bad because I have, like, no body fat because bitch is, like, underweight. And... Um, I'm like, y'all didn't need to do it there. (laughs) Y'all could have done it somewhere else. (laughs) There were many other options. There were many other (laughs) options. And the scar in the middle is, like, very white, like, paper white. And then around it, it's, like, black. Looks like a little butthole. Yeah, I'm lucky that the scar I have is just raised, but it's the same color as my skin. Um, Yeah. The one in the middle is the same color as my skin, kind of. It's a little pink. Now I need to look at it, because I'm like, is it... (laughs) Sorry, I'm, like, sniffling. It's, um, it was 80 degrees yesterday, and now it's, wow. like, 30, and, um, it's, it's doing things to my body. What a change. It snowed yesterday. Now it's not snowing. So that works for me. I want it to snow so bad, but I also don't, because South Carolina's not equipped for snow, and every time it snows, dozens of people die. Just come visit here. I know. <laughs> the whole Texas thing, like, it makes me so mad, because people up north are, like, these idiots, like, this happens every year. What do you mean you're not prepared? I'm like, no. It's like, no, it does not happen it does to not. them every year. It happens to you every year. Yeah, like, we we have not seen snow like this in at least 100 years. Um, like, that's, it's wild. Yeah, and, like, our infrastructure is, like, I don't think people know this. I think they would panic if they did. But a lot of the American infrastructure is really unstable. And um, a lot of the electrical... Uh, companies like don't update any of their stuff because they're a privatized organization and that would cut profits. Oh my and god! The fact that the electrical companies did did you see that that they raised the prices so significantly? Yeah, they like nine thousand dollars so people would stop using electricity. Right, and it's like, Ugh. or is, even though they had you to like survive because they needed heat. Yeah, it's disgusting <laughs> and yeah. It, it should have been replaced 50 years ago, and it wasn't. That's why we have wildfires in California, and because California refuses to do controlled burns, but that's a whole other, like, topic I'll go off on. <laughs> I'm not going to allow myself to do that right now. Um, but, like, it, it causes a lot of problems, and um, a lot of the groundwater in the south is uh, poisonous and toxic, 
and uh, you would be horrified to know what is in a lot of the groundwater down here. The south is just a lawless swamp. It is. It's a lawless swamp, and nobody cares about nature, and everybody cares about profit, and nobody cares about people that are below the 1%. Like, that's fair. The poverty lines in the south, extreme. Yeah. There's, like, this one bridge um, in Greenville that, like, it's, like, completely desolate on one side. Like, people are heavily below the poverty line. And then you cross that bridge, and it's, like, you're in, like, the upper-class neighborhood. It's insane. Right. Wow. It's crazy. That's, that's upsetting. I hate it. Yeah. That's why um, I'm trying to get out of the South. Understandable. But Up here. New England. Mountains. New England. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm working on an escape plan to Washington. I'm um, telling Danny to come visit here before she decides I do. she's moving. Honestly, I do want to do that. Um, the only reason I would have picked Washington over that is because I have more people in Washington that um, I could possibly live with. Because I know I can't afford rent on my own. And I know you and Damn Stephen are living fair. together, so that would be like a no We do have a guest room. That's true, but I would hate to impose and end up living in your home. Share it with the cat. <laughs> I'm so allergic to cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're getting a cat. Um, Danny knows this, but I didn't share it. We get her next Saturday. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what you name her. Yeah, I can't wait to see what I name her either. (laughs) Still deciding. (laughs) Gotta see the personality. I did not want to name Dakota, Dakota. But my dad did it, so I don't get a choice. Gosh darn it. (laughs) My dad's like... Don't get any more animals. I'm not fucking taking care of these animals if you dump these animals on me. And, like, he was so adamantly against me getting Ivar, and I'm like, now I'm like, I will not ever dump him on you unless I am literally given no other choice. Right. Um, and then he fell in love with Dakota when we brought her home, and I was trying so right. hard to find her, like, a new home. And he was like, oh, no, let's keep her. And I'm like, Yeah, I remember you said that. I was like, oh, are you good? I'm like, are you still looking for a home? And you're like, I think we might keep her. My dad really likes her. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Because I really wanted to get her into a new home because I'm like, we already have a cat. And he might not like her. And I don't want her to get hurt or chased off or something before. Like, because you have to get two rounds of kitten shots. And I'm like, I don't want him to chase her off before we get the second round. But we can't keep her inside because everybody's allergic. Right. And I don't want to keep her in a crate outside, because that's not cool either. So. True. Oh, my God. Have we told the people about Nancy? Oh, Nancy got got by a hawk. When was that? Like, January. Okay, so we haven't. That was the saddest news I got this damn My sister literally watched it happen. She was at the kitchen sink, like, doing dishes or something. And she saw, like, we have a juvenile red-tailed hawk living in our driveway, and the juveniles, um, they can't really discern how large the prey is from the sky. Mm. So they'll go yeah. after prey that's way too big for them um, until they learn kind of like, you know, what size prey they need to start going for. And right. uh, he went for Nancy and he picked her up a little bit off the ground and then dropped her and she died. Poor Nancy. I love her so much. She I deserved so a bad. better end. She was my favorite, but because she was bow-legged, she couldn't run away. That's so sad. I know. And, like, it's it's kind of cool, too, because when you can hear the hawks screeching or when you see them flying overhead, all the chickens will, like, scatter to the bushes. <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> they're like, yee! They're, like, <laughs> they're like, we know what this is. 
Oh, that's so freaking upsetting. I love Nancy. It's very upsetting. I miss her every day. She's my favorite. She didn't like me very much, but I loved her. <laughs> I did too. I loved her so much. <laughs> Nancy. Um, I could... I, should I save the story about Dakota getting kidnapped? I feel like that's a whole saga. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Honestly, we just save it for a shorter episode. Like, that's or, true. You that's know, true. Like, so, that sounds good. Like it's fair. Yeah. Long story short, Dakota got kidnapped. I'll I'll tell you guys about it later. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was. I need to get some screenshots so that we can add them to the story. Um, yes. Because it it turned into a whole Facebook fight with the entire neighborhood. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I. Yeah. Definitely save it for <laughs> like its own thing because that needs to be told in full. It was wonderful. Uh, not really. It was actually terrible. But um, it's funny now. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's funny, but look, my dad burned a lot of bridges, and we lost a lot of friends in the neighborhood. Lord. <laughs> um, but it's okay. They're not friends that my dad wanted. But uh, that just goes to show you that my dad really loves that cat. True. True. Oh, my God. It killed me when you showed me that stuff. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I don't think I have any more updates that I can think of. So it must yeah. not be anything major happening in my life. I mean... Other than doing 20 credit hours worth of school this semester, which is why we're going to be, like, really sparse, because I'm graduating after this semester. Um, They're not letting me graduate over the summer, which was my original plan, because uh, I'm too crippled to be taking as many classes as a normal person. Fair. And they were like, (laughs) you can't do that. And I was like, well, (laughs) all right then, I guess I'll just die. Right? (laughs) It's like, thanks. Thanks. For nothing. For nothing assholes um so God. i'm taking too many credits and i'm, I'm dying um yeah and i'm like I'm, when you tell me the classes you have i'm like what class do you have today and you name them and then i ask another day and they're all like different classes. i'm like whoa how many classes is she taking <laughs> i have like five classes on mondays lord i have uh two in general that's full time as well wow for my I master's am, program at least i gotta go to school in not the u.s <laughs> I, cause like, so I've been looking at schools in Canada, I've been looking at schools in Australia, I'm, I'm leaning towards Canada, I really like the University of British Columbia, um, there, Gonzaga University has a Canadian campus, and, um, I, I like that as well, cause then I would be able to get licensed in the US and Canada. Ooh, that would be nice. So that if anything ever happened and I needed to come back here for some reason, I could still work. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I'm looking at living in Canada. It just seems like a better place to be. <laughs> fair. That's very fair. Uh, yes. Whereas, I'll be here. New England. New England? I I mean, I can... Canada's close to New England. No, it is very close. I'm like four hours from Montreal or whatever. Four and a half, maybe. Gotta learn French. I, saw, I failed out of French. I took a semester of French and I gave up. I do love Montreal. French is much too hard for me, but I've always wanted to go to Montreal. It's beautiful. And Quebec. Um, I want to see some Quakers. Some Quakers? Some Quakers. (laughs) Do they not have Quaker villages like they have Amish villages? In Maine, we have Shaker villages. Oh, I've never heard of that. There's only one Shaker left, though, and so they're going to be gone. Because they can't have kids, and I doubt anyone wants to convert. So, What are Shakers? Are they Amish? Kind of, yeah, Quakers. it's like a sub-group of kind of, like, Amish, yeah. They yeah. make some great food. They have a nice little shop. Oh. They make a 
glorious food. Yeah, I I used to wear like a little like half bun, like half up, half down thing, and I had a bun. And my my roommate at Evergreen would always tell me that I looked like a like an Amish person because she lives in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, and she's like, "You look like the Amish." I'm like, "Leave me alone! I'm happy <laughs> as I am. I'm happy as I am. <laughs> I'm happy as I am." And maybe I'm wrong, but I could have sworn the Quakers were like the Amish, where they had their own little villages and they like. The Quakers are similar. I just don't know where they. Because I know there are modern Quakers that, like, you know, live like everybody else. And then there, I think there are Quakers that live in, like, little villages, like the Amish. Right. Probably. All I know is Shaker Village is near my home. (laughs) Shaker Village. (laughs) All right, we're rambling at this point. Yeah, it's true. But thank you guys for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. Um, we will try to be here more again. Danny is very busy with school, um, and I'm not really, I have no excuse. Um, but (laughs) we will try our best. If we don't have time for full episodes, we're going to try and just do kind of chill episodes or game nights and try and give you guys a lot more, um, not warning, whatever the word I'm looking for is, but you know. Uh, uh, advance notice. Advance notice. That's what I'm trying to say. Advance notice of those since we tend to do like 24 hours in advance and we're not very good at it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and I, I really do enjoy putting out content too. So I'm like, I really want to do a podcast thing, but like I can't even right. keep up with my homework. Exactly. So we're trying our best. We appreciate you still sticking with us. Shout out to our patrons, Mika. Victoria and Mama J. Mama um, J. Very much appreciate it. If you have any interest in being a patron for this glorious podcast, feel free to go to our Patreon, which you can find at the link in our Instagram bio. And our Instagram is You Don't Look at Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email or, you know, to give us some ideas for stories or even give us some personal stories, um, you can email us at You Don't Look at You Don't Look at Podcast at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, you can find us on all social networks that you don't look at podcast. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys tuning in and sticking with us. And we will be back soon. Bye. Bye. Off.